The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Hello everybody, welcome to New York Talk, this is the Rotherham United Podcast and we've got some more signings to talk about, two more signings to talk about which signed Friday evening, Friday whenever, uh, the transfer rumour has been in full swing on Sunday to be honest with you, so we've got that to sort of cover uh, and anything else that falls in between those. We have <coughs> Mick with us, coughing, not doing, doing a Ben and not finding the mute button to cough, hello Mick. Yeah, what can, I, what can I say? Sorry. <laughs> it's not catching. You can't catch it over uh, other internet, I'm told. Very good. Uh, Benjamin's here with his NFL jersey on. Yes. Hello. The Bengals? Yes. Are you proud of you? Happy that I knew that, Ben? Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> We're long term for a year. Um, and <laughs> Will's back with us. Thank you for joining us again, Will. No problem at all. Thanks for having me. Uh, Danny should be here later on. He's been busy training for the charity game coming up, but Danny's <clears> not here as things stand. You said training. He's, he's, he's at pub. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Um, and as we do, we'll start. We're going to make a quick mention and a shout out to our most recent sponsor, uh, Athletic Greens, uh, who are kind of supporting the show. Um, we're still using it. Mick, um, are you still finding it very positive and beneficial to you? Mate, I'm saving a fortune. I'm saving a fortune. Okay. <laughs> genuinely, genuinely, it's it's bizarre. I mean, I used to, I, I'd, I'd be five or six co- coffees before dinner time, no question, every day, um, which, which is quite expensive, uh, as you can probably imagine. So, uh, yeah, no, it's really, really good. Really seeing benefits of it. Mm. Very, very good. That's what we like to hear, Mick. Uh, as we mentioned last week, it's very lifestyle friendly, whether you eat keto, paleo, Vegan, dairy-free, and gluten-free, uh, and as we mentioned, it's got seven thousand five-star ratings on uh, five-star ratings. Sorry, and so to make it easy, Athletic Green are going to give everybody who signs up to the website a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five, 
and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is go to athleticgreens.com forward slash Rotherham and to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate nutritional insurance. Thank you very much, Athletic Green, for helping the show. Um, so let's see who we have with us in the comments. We've got Neil Liversidge, Kim Haywood, S64. There's loads of you. Let's start with the rumours. Let's get the rumours out of the way. Shelley RUFC asks, Evening, lads. Anyone heard anything concrete on the Wilds to Burnley rumour? Uh, basically, no. <laughs> uh, it's all rumoured. Uh, I don't know if anybody else here has heard anything anything more concrete than that, but it just, it just seems to be rumours and... I'm not completely buying it, to be honest with you. What does anybody else feel? It's it's that sort of time of year, isn't it, yeah. where uh, people uh, notice that, you know, there's players potentially available and they want to ask those questions. And I'm sure there will be interest in Ben Wiles because he's he's unbelievable as as uh, as players go. But as far as I'm aware, there's, there's no concrete interest. But as I say, I, I don't work for the club, so... I'm sure we'll uh, we'll possibly hear a little bit more about that in the next few days, but we'll uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah, not it's all just seems to be started um, from nowhere. To be honest with you, no, it's not from a journal or things like that. As as these things sort of do, let's play a hypothetical game, Mick. Um, yeah. On these things, we've got time to play. If Ben Wiles goes, yeah, uh, we're going to get a fairly substantial fee from whatever, however many million it is. Yeah, the rumor's three million, but again, just a rumor. Um, how would you feel about that deal? If it was true, um, well, I don't think it is true for a start. There's a there is a tweet. I'm just trying to find it now from a, a Burnley journalist who's saying there's no truth in the rumor at all. Um, so I would I would argue that the uh, the cold water is beginning to be poured on the rumor. I hope it is personally because I'd like him to stay with us. However, however, he's a player that you know in this sort of cutthroat world of football that we can. Uh, we can sell on to benefit us as a club. Um, and, and to be fair to Ben, he, need, he deserves to play at a, a higher level than we're able to offer him at the moment. Yeah. There's no question about that. So, you know, if he, if if somebody comes in with the right money, then absolutely it's, he, he would be for sale for me. Uh, but the right money has got to be got to be well up there, well up there. You know, we, we talked early, a couple of podcasts ago about, about Chio, which, which again, I'm sure we'll come on to. Mm. Um, yeah. You know, be sort of valuing him at three, four million. I, I for me, and, and I, I, it's controversial. I know he's as good as Scott Twine is. Is is Ben Wiles? No question in my mind whatsoever. Uh, probably a better footballer all round, um, in my view. But I'm biased. Um, so if, if if Scott Twine's worth four million, then then Ben Wiles is worth as much every day of the week for me. I thought a five million Twine. I think Am it's I four. Right? My, my understanding was it was four. But hey, uh, who knows? Yeah, yeah. I, I, it would seem a strange move to me for Burnley. I, I, they're both brilliant players, but it's a bit of a risk for a club like Burnley. I know they've probably got a bit, a bit of cash because of parachute payments, but to bring in two League One players from last season, potentially a bit of a risk. I seem to link with somebody from Oxford as well. Mm. Potentially a risk, but but then it might be if if they do bring them in, that could be an absolute genius signing. I don't know. Um, Russ if Vernon, Burnley, Matt, Matt, if Burnley, Russell, right? If Burnley, the yeah. guy, the the team who sacked the manager that kept them in the Premier League so long and then went down, that's that's the kind of club that you're looking at. So don't. I think stupid decisions aren't or not okay. aren't unfamiliar to Burnley. <laughs> okay, 
Yeah, I don't know where to go with that one, to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> it's a fair point, though. It is a fair point. I mean, you don't know, you don't know from a from a football level management situation. We don't know where Burnley sit at the moment. You know, from a from a above at board level kind of area, we know clearly where they sit. They want to they want to see themselves back in in Premier League. Uh, but for me, the Scott Twine signing, it, it looks like a bit of a marquee signing, you know what I mean? Mm. If, if there is such a thing, um, you know, look at us, look at this as a statement of intent and everything else. Well, it isn't, is it? You're buying a player who's excelled at League One level is what you're buying. Um, so, And you're spending over the odds for him. So, I don't know. It's, it, the, the, it does beg, beg the question, is everything all right up there? Do Burnley need a hug at the moment, or are we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, there's questions asked. I mean, this is not the Burnley podcast, but there's questions to be asked of Vincent Company. It's, so it's mostly untested. I don't think had an amazing time in Belgium. Um, and we're out of the championship as well. I mean, it's, it's almost a baptism of fire to come into a team that's just been relegated to do a full reset. Um, it's a tough, tough job for anybody, never mind a young manager. Of course, I mean, change is always really unsettling and uh, Burnley will have their own uh, issues both off the pitch and on the pitch uh, this season. I personally think Twine is an unbelievable addition for him and I think in that 10 role that he plays, occupying uh, between the lines, he'll create a lot of opportunities for, for Burnley and they do still have really good players for this level. So I expect them to be probably top eight. Um, pushing maybe top six and, and beyond. Uh, and I think Scott Twine will, will help him to do that. I think it's quite a, a sensible signing because it's not a huge fee. Uh, if I think the, the fee is actually undisclosed, but if it's around the five million that we're talking, if he has a good good season in championship, he, he becomes probably a 15, 20 million pound player anyway. So for me, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, I think it's pretty relatively risk-free, I think. Um, they've... It'll be interesting to see how they set up. Um, certainly, in terms of this Wales, um, this Wales deal that allegedly is going on at Burnley. Um, I see I, they normally play four-two-two-two uh, or four-four-two with company, so I don't see how Twine and Wales mm. can fit into the same side. And I certainly don't think that Twine's going to be happy in playing wide areas. So. Um, for me, it wouldn't make sense for Wilesy to then go to uh, to Burnley, um, given that setup. But you know, Vincent might change it all around and and try different things. And 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 obviously, he wants to prove himself as a as an unbelievable manager at this level and, and get a better job than than Burnley, uh, with no no disrespect intended. So uh, so we'll see what happens. But yeah. Uh, it's it's a long window, and I, I don't think it's it's going to uh, going to end here. No, definitely not. We have Russ Vernon, who tends to know quite a lot of stuff. Thank you, Russ. Who says he's been told that no bid has been accepted so far for Ben Wiles at the minute. They are just discussions between Rotherham and Burnley and Rotherham and Sheffield United. Sheffield United, no one's been lingering at it for a while. Their sort of interest um, has been lingering for a while. Um, yeah, uh, I don't think there's much more to say on that other than Ben. If we do get three to five million, that's a lot of cash for us to reinvest. Um, we're all playing a hypothetical game, but that kind of cash would help us bring in four or five different players, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, it would, but you're, kind of, you're losing a, a big part of yeah. the squad, even you know, even kind of culture-wise, obviously, I think everyone knows he's a Rotherham lad. Um, 
and you you don't really get that anymore. Uh, and it's just different when you know it's hometown. It just it just means more to players. Do you know what I mean? Uh, so it would be a, it would be amazing to get four or five million. Um, but you also lose a big part. So depends what you want. Yeah, absolutely. Um, anything else? Should we quickly address the cheer rumors? Uh, the cheer rumors have resurfaced for Swansea again. I again, it's something I can't really see. I don't think Swansea have got the money. To be honest with you, uh, the money that we're asking for Chio is just stupid, isn't it? Well, I, I can't see Swansea. I can't see Swansea can afford him. It doesn't seem. It seems no. It doesn't make sense. Like many other rumors. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's just. I think this one's just people uh, adding two and two together and getting seventy-five. To be honest, like I've seen these rumors have all started heating up since we've signed Peter Kioso. Who it coincidentally can play right wing back, can also play left, uh, sorry, centre back as well, and right midfield and right back. So, yeah, I, I think it's just people just thinking, well, we've got Kyoso, so they won't need Ogbené anymore. So we'll uh, we'll see see what's uh, what's going to go on with that. But I, I don't see, I don't see him going personally. But money talks on it. We've seen that already. Mm. Yeah, it does absolutely. Uh, any other rumours? Well, well, when Danny comes back in, we'll ask him as well. But any other rumours? I, I can't really see much other. We'll come on to confirm ones in a minute. Any other any other rumours we've seen in or out? I think people have been uh, a sort of putting all their eggs in the Ben Wiles to Burnley basket mm. today, haven't they? You know, that seems to have been the one that's um, that's attracted most of the um, Twitterati. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll have to wait and see. Listen, this window, I think, as you've just alluded to there, Matt, whether I don't know whether you or will, this window's not over yet, not by mm. by a long, long way. You know, there will be some movement, some further movement, certainly inwards for other United, but potentially outwards as well. Um, but I'm I'm confident, I, and I know I, I I may be criticised for this, but I'm confident that the club will get value for anybody that does go. They will get fair value. I have absolutely no doubt in my mind. Uh, so if it is Chio, if it's Ben Wiles, or if it's anybody else, I'm convinced that they will. Uh, we've gone are the days where you know we 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 flogging a, a a Premier League quality player for three Freddos and a, and a Blackie's egg. You know what I mean? It's, those days are gone now. Booth is gone. That that whole whole regime is is um, is, is 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 a thing of the past. So um, yeah. The rumours will come and go, won't they? Um, and, and ultimately, we'll find out exactly by the back end of July where we're going to be, where we're going to be, and how we're going to be lining up. Yep, I agree. Right, moving on to some confirmed stuff. Um, the worst kept secret in Rotherham history, Tom Eaves, was confirmed on Friday, about three weeks before the, the, the talk started. Um, how do we feel about this, Ben? Uh, he is. He's played games in the championship. He scored some goals, not not an amazing amount, but, but a decent amount of goals. Um, he played for us before. What he, would, he has, he's using his own words. He's a different animal now, a different beast now. Um, how do we feel about Tommy who's coming to the club? It's I don't know because I've I've uh, I don't really know much about him. Obviously, obviously played against us, played forwards. Uh, I've seen his highlights. And it's um, it's interesting because there's some goals that just look like lucky goals. They don't look like good goals. They don't look like skill goals. They're just like lucky goals. And then there's some where he's, you know, like 
poaching kind of goals, like Will Grigg kind of goals. So it's, it's kind of hard to figure out if he's any good or not. He scores half lucky goals and half actually <laughs> what look like good goals. So I don't know. I think time will tell, obviously. Um, I don't know. I'm mixed feelings about it. I don't remember him being very good when he played against us. It's got a hat trick. All offside, weren't it? <laughs> uh, no. He didn't do anything oh, wrong for those goals. Other people did things wrong. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, um, the, 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 what's upset people on Twitter, Will, is that, oh, well, I can't believe you're swapping Michael Smith for Tom Eves. It's not a direct replacement, is it? Tom Eves is not Michael Smith, is it? No, he's, I mean, he's been fetched in or originally was fetched in to play uh, as a part of, of this striker force, hopefully with Michael Smith. And sadly, uh, sadly, that's not going to happen for us. Um, he's, for me, it's a great signing because we need a championship experience. Uh, played 30 games last season and, um, you know, that's on a free. That's that's really really good business. I think his his goal scoring record isn't great. Uh, five goals and three assists last season, um, and and got a good amount of minutes as well. Uh, just over seven hundred and fifty minutes. I think uh, I read somewhere. There we go. Oh, a little bit more than that. One thousand two hundred and forty-two minutes. Sorry, uh, last season. So he's he, he's played games. Uh, he's a guy that can hold the ball up um, and will be a massive threat um, with those crosses that are coming into the box. I tweeted uh, when the announcement was made. Actually, Rotherham, uh, out of all the top four leagues, uh, put the most crosses into the box last season. Uh, over two hundred more than any any other club. Um, so he's going to thrive off that. We know we know what we're going to get with him in terms of his physical abilities, his ability in the air. Um, so fingers crossed he'll be able to f- fetch in uh, the second striker into play and, and we'll score a few goals off the back of it. I don't think you can really judge his, his goal-scoring record um, because I don't think he's ever been a player that's been in a poaching as, as a poaching. Eh, he's not played as a poacher, basically. He's been played as a, as a ball over top and and win it and, and fetch other players into play. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, comments. John Morell says he's a decent sign for us. If he did grab 10 goals next season, he's done well. He says he says an improvement on Smith over him never really looked good in the championship. Uh, interesting. Uh, Henry Cobb, Tommy will be a good sign, especially with five subs. Uh, I think yeah. we're still yet to make our first choice dragon. And that's another key thing, mate. That's something else we've got to, you've got to pull once and this team will bear in mind. Five subs, again, like it was last time in the Championship. You're going to need a bigger squad, really, for that, are you? Yeah, of course. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and you know, he, the thing the thing with Tom Eves is you can't judge him based on what he was like two seasons ago, three seasons ago, when he was with us. Because, as he points out, he's a different player. But we have to accept that players develop week on week, month on month, year on year. You know, they improve the training every day. So that they are going to improve uh, by, by, by definition to a certain level anyway. Um, you don't know the way he plays, the, the, the way that the teams play that he's played in, uh, if that makes sense. Um, so we'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see. But he's clearly a strong lad. Um you know, and, and, and gets himself involved and he works hard. So that's the first, you know, the first few boxes ticks as far as we're concerned. He's got the experience of playing in the championship as well, which 
we, I feel probably was one of the things that has let us down the last couple of times we've been up there. Um, and I've, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of bordering on the, uh, on agreeing with John there that it probably is going to be an improvement for us on Michael Smith in the championship. I said it in the last podcast, and and, and the more I've thought about it since, the more I'm, I'm, I'm convinced that the likes of Smithy and 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 Icky carry that baggage of of failing up there. Um, and they have, they haven't done and performed to the level that they that they've performed at League One in that division, where other players within the squad, you know, the ones who we know have the ability, your Ben Wiles, your your Dan Barlasses, etc., have performed at that level. So this lad's got that experience. Hopefully, hopefully he'll uh, he'll bring that to bear on the on this season, and it'll, it'll help us push on. Mm. Yeah, I hope so. I think it's a solid signing. It's a championship signing, isn't it? It's a championship player. Um, so let's go with that. Let us go. We talked about Tommy as being the worst kept secret. Uh, the best kept secret um, was a real Aston fan. It was provisionally agreed terms with Jamie uh, McCart. I think is that what, are we happy with McCart saying his surname? Cool. Yeah. Um, provisionally agreed terms with a man whose contracts expired at St Johnston. Um, he had been highly rated. St. Johnson ended up in a relegation playoff. So as a team, they've maybe not had the best season. Uh, but he sat still stand up to be pretty decent for a team. He almost got relegated. Uh, we will be speaking to some guys from St. Johnston on Tuesday, which will be on the Thursday. So we're going to get a lowdown from their fans about him um, because we don't have much information. But Will, we know he's left-sided centre-back, which is what we've been crying out for for years, a left-footed, left-sided centre-back. Um, and he's free and he's not going to cost much money it, it, it sounds like a really good sign to me again yeah I mean age wise really good as well I think he's 24 mm-hmm. years old so lots of retail value too. hopefully if he uh, comes on and, and does really well um, in terms of where he's come from I mean uh, I, I would imagine we've had uh, a good conversation with Kirk Broadfoot in relation mm-hmm. to what he's like I believe he's also uh, played with Jamie Lindsay at Celtic as well um, in that 17-18 season. Uh, I think they were both youngsters there. So he'll know uh, Jamie quite well and hopefully he's been able to sell the club to to, to Jamie. Uh, Jamie selling the club to Jamie, that's, a, that's a <laughs> one right there. Um, of what I've seen, really good in the air. Um, from a stats point of view, as you say, he stacks up really well. He won nearly 71% of his... Uh, of his uh, defensive duels last season um, and won just under 70% of his aerial duels as well. Uh, looks like he's he's great at being able to understand play. Uh, his interceptions numbers are really strong. So um, I'm looking forward to seeing him play. Uh, obviously not going to be able to judge him properly until the season starts. But um, yeah, I mean, for me, come out of absolutely nowhere, I of everyone that I've spoken to, no one knew anything about this one. So I'm really glad actually that the club's been able to keep it under wraps and and get a deal done without it being leaked everywhere. Um, that's that's quite encouraging, I think. And uh, and we'll see how he gets on. Hopefully, he's, he's a massive success in a Rotherham United shirt. Mm. Yeah, and we've been saying for a few weeks, Ben, this is not a secret that we need to get centre-backs at the club. We've lost Icky, we've lost Angus, uh, whoever else. Centre backs are probably more, almost as more important than our striking situation at the moment. So it's good to get somebody in. It almost just calms the fans. I'm sure Warney's not bothered either way, but I think it just calms the fans down a little bit. So you know, we've got the right a guy in the right position who ticks a lot of boxes. 
Well, yeah, I think at the minute we've got Wooden Harding who can play. And now this guy, back. yeah. And now this guy. So, yeah, we definitely needed a centre back. It, it's always weird with Scottish Scottish players coming down because I don't know how to. I don't know really know what the what that level the is. League's like because it kind of depends what team mm. you play for, doesn't it? Mm. In that league because it varies so much within that league. Uh, so it's always interesting. Um, yeah, I think it would be good. I always love Scottish players. I think they uh, play football in a way that's kind of unmatched to other people. Uh, so, yeah, I'm excited for Just mean they're aggressive. You're stereotyping the Scots here. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, because they are. And I, I like it. I enjoy it. I think... Mm-hmm. Well, no, I th- well, I think Rangers Celtic is one of the best games on telly. But that's... Yeah, it is. I, I, I agree with that. It's, it's fierce, isn't it? I know, I know what you mean. I know what you're saying. Yeah. Um, we've had a decent record signing Scottish players recently, in the last few years, Mick. Uh, you've got mm-hmm. Will Volks, Jamie Lindsay... I'm sure there's somebody else as well. Um, Turkey. Uh, he, he didn't come from Scotland, did he? I know he's Scottish, but he, well, didn't, but he didn't sign from Scotland. Yeah, I mean, he fits that bill nevertheless, doesn't he? Mm. You know, uh, Martin McIntosh is another one, obviously, going back. Um, so, yeah, it, I mean, the only worry about it, obviously, is it's a kind of a worry and it's not a worry. You know, he's on provisional. It's a provisional thing. Um, so, um, obviously, them from Swillsborough might be sniffing around. Uh, but his name's not Michael, so we should be all right at the moment uh, on that basis. Hopefully, we can get him signed before they uh, they move back from M to J and start. Did they try and sign you, mate? They signed me. I'm signed, mate. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Off a line, is it? It's off a line, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, like I said, like I said on my tweet, but Henderson's that swung it. Um, <laughs> so a year supply of Henderson's and a year supply of Tuna and all. Which, mate, what can you do? <laughs> I'm assuming I get paid it, obviously. Well, that's the big question. Isn't it? Um, <laughs> Nan D says, "Don't tell." I said, "Don't tell." Wednesday last time we got something, nearly got something from St. Johnson. They nipped in the last minute, which didn't go very well for them. So, Steve May, <laughs> for anyone that doesn't know about that one, yeah. Uh, yeah. But I, I think we're, we're coming down from that league. Will is if you're not coming from Rangers or Celtic, you're coming down here to progress. You know what I mean? You're signing the championship to play in the championship or higher to try and get maybe in the Scottish national team. Because it's 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 a step up. The bottom half of the SPL is maybe lower than the championship. It's potentially going to be a step up for him. Yeah, Italy. absolutely. I mean, there's a lot of clubs that have looked at um, McCart uh, over the last 12 months or so. I know uh, John's mentioned that uh, Birmingham have looked previously. Uh, Stoke, I believe, have, have done so as well. So um, it seems to be a little bit of a coup for us, to be honest. Um, mm. Just really hoping that he can live up to that um, expectation and, and help us kick on now. I, I read, I think someone posted a really salty um, tweet um, when he signed on uh, Friday um, and one of the um, St. Johnson, one of the St. Johnson fans replied something like, um, I hope you're uh, you're looking forward to your left centre-back pinging it across to uh, your right wing-back because that's all he ever does. And I'm sat there thinking, well, I don't think we'd have any problems with that if Chip <laughs> got Chip or Kioso running onto it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That'd be nice. <laughs> That's all Icky used to do. Fair, I was this was right to left. That's all Icky used to do. Just long ball it. So we used to yeah. it. Worry about it. Um, yeah, it's not. Like we're not. We're not at the end of the end of the uh, the transfer business. So that's the thing. Yeah, uh, we've got to look at. But yeah, I think that's a positive sign. Do it. 
again, this is me not knowing my football really. Provisionally, does that mean it's basically done, or have we just announced it a little bit earlier than we maybe needed to because we wanted to? Well, he was at the cricket game on mm. Friday uh, and was announced as a new signing. So um, I'd say it's pretty. It must be pretty far, far yeah. down the line, uh, or we're getting really, really confident. It's it's an interesting uh, announcement, and to be honest, it's not something that I've seen before. But no. then I think Watford did something very similar with another player as well, saying that they've agreed terms as opposed mm. to actually signing them. So maybe this is becoming a big thing now. Yeah. I assume it's possibly, or possibly, potentially, because his contract with St Johnston doesn't finish until 30th of June, 1st of July or whatever. Uh, and obviously he can't be contracted to two clubs at, at once. Mm. So I'm, I'm assuming that will be the, uh, the the reason why it's provisional at the minute. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I suppose you're right. Uh, let's move on to some other stuff. AJKRUC says he thinks we should get a Dauphin a chance at the back next season. The advertisement is a centre-back slash central defensive midfielder, and it gives him a chance to prove himself. Yeah, so moving on to the players we've got, Ben, we didn't see a Dauphin as half as much as we expected, but that's because everybody else were amazing. Um, but he could be a type of player, maybe the Sean McDonald mold, where it suits him more when we're defensive, which we are going to be in the championship. So we potentially championship suits him better than League One, which sounds crazy, but it might be. Yeah, uh, it's hard to talk. We didn't really see him last year. Uh, I don't know how many games he played for us, but I know it's single there. digits. Um, mm. Yeah, I don't know. It, again, it's so hard to tell because you don't know whether he's really good, and this year he's just and this year he's just been learning and progressing and. Kind of just watching how we play, and then next year is going to be proper good, or he's actually not good enough, and that's why he's not been playing. You know what I mean? It's kind of hard mm-hmm. to tell. Uh, but uh, is he a young lad? Well, 20, mid, early 20s, he is 24, so very, very so, yeah. So he's probably just been learning this year, so yeah, I think he's going to be, uh, I think he'll be good for the next year. Interesting to see where they play him, though, like you said. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting. In the championship, you may not be able to play Barlasser as that deep lying player, mate, because he's not mm. defensive. He isn't a defensive player, clearly. So that's then a risk playing in that position. You may have to play him further forward, and then Dauphin, or we're going to be going to try somebody else in. Um, it's going to change where players play because of how we need to set up next season, obviously. Yeah, it is. I mean, but make no mistake, Dan Barlasser is far better defensively now than he was last time we were in championship. Mm. I mean, last season, his defensive work. Was, was outstanding for me, so much better than the season before. He clearly, clearly something he'd worked on. Uh, he was far more aggressive in the tackle. Um, and, and, and I possibly, I, I would add, venture to suggest he could probably play that whole midfield role in the Championship now because of the way that he's progressed over the last season. Um, as far as the Dolphins concerned, I, I've, I, my view is if, 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 the, if they, uh, if Warney and his team think he's not good enough, they'll ship him out. If they don't ship him out, then he'll have a place, a part to play this season. Um, you know, we know he can, we know he can hit a ball, we know he can strike a ball, uh, we know he's strong, we know he's got some pace. Um, it's just whether mentally he's up to it at the moment, and whether that's something that they're working on. Uh, we'll have to wait and see. But he may be one that um, that does leave us. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see. But it's an option for us there, isn't it? 
in that mm. uh, in that sitting midfield role and also as a backup centre back as well. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, well, I'm going to show Peter Kiel, so we covered him briefly on Thursday. Um, he's an exciting player. He is a very exciting player, uh, potentially a very, 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 very good signing. Uh, it's, it's a good sign when the other team that we've signed him from, fans are disappointed that he's left. We don't often get that when we sign a player. Um, what, what are your thoughts on it? You obviously went on Thursday. What are your thoughts on Kiel, coming in? Yeah, I mean, I think it's an unbelievable addition, to be honest. I'm, I'm a little bit shocked that um, Luton have let him go. But he had a really good season last season. Mm. Um, MK, uh, we saw firsthand how how aggressive he was going forward. Uh, he's got great athleticism and uh, will cause a lot of problems to uh, to defences this season. Uh, what I liked from his interview was that he was saying that he, was, he loved getting forward, but he also loved the art of defending as well, uh, mm. which is a big, big tick for me. And just looking at um just looking at his where he's played last season you know uh, 16 games in championship when he came back um in january because luton had a few issues with uh, with injuries played uh, you know five times at center back uh, and and all the other times at right back and right midfield so um and in, in that wing-back area as well. So we've got a really versatile player, I would say. Um, and take again, going back to his interview, uh, he's a player that not only wants to develop um, as, a, as, a, as a footballer, but wants to develop as a human being as well. So seems to be a really good cultural fit for the club. Uh, and I think an unbelievable addition. We've got a championship player on in our hands and, and for the fee that's been, uh, you know, purported um, around... Uh, 150 grand. I don't think you can sniff at that, to be honest. <laughs> no, I don't think you can at all. Um, definitely not. Uh, we have Nad ND who says, What's happening with the Lincoln lad? That's Cohen Brammel. Um, all but signed. I think I think he was one of those we were expecting to sign to confirm on Friday. Didn't go through. I've not heard of any any hiccups. Um, but we, we, that remains to be seen. You know, you know what football's like. Somebody cut off a three grand a week extra and. Uh, yeah. Who knows? <laughs> um, any news on Reg coming back again? Gone pretty quiet on that one. Um, but but Ben, basically, if things were like Reg, if Reg comes, it's going to be a loan, which means it's going to be very, very late on. <coughs> or Huddersfield may think he's ready. Huddersfield may think, right, he's done well in League One, let's give him a shot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's not much more you can say to that. Uh, what was the question? <laughs> So I've been daydreaming. I was daydreaming. I was daydreaming. Sorry. What was the question? Do I think when you'll come back? Uh, sometimes, mate. Just I said sometimes. Most of the time, I don't know why I bother. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I, I think if if he if obviously if Huddersfield don't haven't got him in their plans, I don't see why he wouldn't want to come back. Um. Mm. Obviously, it's close. Uh, so he's not having to, you know, move. It's not other end of the country. I'm, I'm guessing he enjoyed his time here last year. Obviously, a promotion and a CFO trophy is not, not too bad. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. It's a fair return on a season long loan, that, isn't it? You know what I mean? Yeah, it is. <laughs> Winning at Wembley and getting promoted. Yeah, we're all right. <laughs> yeah, all right. He might want to do it again. You know what I mean? Some people might, yeah, you know what I mean? Uh, 
Uh, we've got a message from Tobias Johansson. Uh, says, hello, Mick, my makeup. Well, nice to see the lucky shirt behind Mick. And that's not the lucky shirt, though, is it? That's just one of the shirts. Anyway, um, <laughs> he says he'll see us soon. <laughs> he says he'll see us soon. Yeah, we'll be get Tobias and his family on a podcast soon, which will be hilarious, I guarantee you. Um, let's go with another comment. S64 Miller says, who do we think will step in as captain when Woody isn't playing? Icky was vice-captain, has now gone down the road. Uh, she feels like Barlasser will be a good shout for that one. It's tough, mate, because the squad's not ready yet. We're not complete. You know, we, we could bring in another centre back that could be a, a born captain or a midfielder and, and things like that. It, it's difficult to say at the minute, based on who we have at the minute. Let, let's just, you know, you play the hypothetical because we love, love a good hypothetical. Who in the squad at the minute stands out as uh, as next in line for, for the armband if needs to be? Well, obviously, Woody Woody's going to be remain as club captain and, and will be captain on the field as and when uh, when he plays. Um, it's difficult to look past Dan Barlasser, isn't it? Um, the question is, does he have those leadership qualities within the within the um, changing room and, not, and on the field uh, required for for that role? I don't know. I don't know. He doesn't strike me as being as vocal um, as 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 some players. So it's a difficult one, but um, yeah, somebody's mentioned in the comments there, Ollie Rathbone potentially. Mm. But again, Ollie's a grafter, but is he a leader? I don't know. You know, he, he, he's one of those players that I guess, and I've got no, no basis for this whatsoever, but will probably lead on the, on, the, on the basis that everybody will follow him, you know what I mean? Just by example mm. rather than by, um, by anything else. Um, I don't know. I don't tough, tough one, tough one. Mm. Yeah, John Morell says uh, Harding, uh, as as Harding was the captain of the Birmingham youth team all the way through that academy, which is a good shout. Um, Will anybody that stands out? It's difficult to know because we don't know the players personally, so it is difficult to say he's a leader. And it's Woody yeah. obviously is, but beyond that, it is difficult from a fan's it, point of view. Yeah, I mean, for me. It- it's difficult to, to say, as you say, because we don't know what's coming through the door. We don't know what leadership qualities we we might possess going into the season. But if, if I was going off what we've got currently, it would be Rathbone, really vocal. And I think also really well-spoken as well. Mm. Um, I think that he'd earn the respect of, of all the players if he hasn't already. Um, so that would be be my pick. Mm. It's the Frecklington argument. Like when he's... He's, he, look, he looks like a leader in the same way that Frex looks like a leader, by leading by example. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, ben, any, any anybody else want to pick any other name that's, that strikes, strikes sticks out? He's not really, is he? He's <laughs> not. I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. Um, I think Wes is a fair shout, but again, I, I just don't know whether that would take away from his game a little bit. I don't know, I don't know. There's an argument to add to Andrew saying, does a captain matter in football? <laughs> there is an argument yeah. for it, isn't there? Yeah. Uh, yeah. As uh, Brian Vernon says, there should be 11 captains. Football's a different sport to other sports. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Jordan Simpson says, oh, it likes a good argument with the referees. Yeah, much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Will Roebuck, I know there's Hugo Release, but can a keeper be captain? Uh, he says, Victor being a good one. Um, Possibly. I mean, depends who plays, I suppose. That's that's maybe the difference in that one. You must back him up, Victor or Josh. Yeah. Why not, I, I suppose. Yeah. 
Uh, I have another comment to go through. Uh, we should, I don't know if it's worth mentioning, to be honest, with Howard Webb looks like he's taking over head of refereeing in England, basically. Um, so it's good to have some rather representation at that level. Hopefully it improves the level of refereeing. We'll talk about it a lot next season. I'm pretty certain <laughs> of that. Um, yeah, that probably puts paid to him coming on podcast, doesn't it? <laughs> possibly. You never know. We'll, we'll try. We'll, we'll try. Ask. Um, but yeah, so that's worth mentioning. Well, congratulations to Howard to getting that job. Let's have a quick chat on the cricket that happened on Friday. Um, John Brecken arranged another fantastic night at Wickersley, by all accounts. Um, we, I, don't, I don't think we talked about John Brecken enough on this podcast, to be honest with you. Um, he is Mr. Rotherham United. He is such a legend. We're so lucky, Will, to have somebody like that in and around the club. Not every club has a John Brecken type person. He's one in a million, it seems like. Um, and he just is able to bring both sides, the playing side and the fan side, it seems, together. And he's done it again with a, with what was a good night for everybody. Of course. I mean, my first uh, first situation with... Uh, with well, it wasn't even a situation, to be honest. My first encounter with, uh, with John Brecken was, as a 12-year-old kid, um, I sang. Um, so I'm, I'm a vocalist mm. and sang for the first time on stage and him and Ronnie were there. Uh, and they came up to me afterwards and congratulated me and I felt on top of the world. You know, these guys were leading my football club and had just uh, congratulated me. And yeah, that were huge. Um, but mm. for what he's done for football club, like, I don't think we'll ever see anything like it ever again. There's certainly nowadays, there's not the loyalty that the, that there once was. And um, we'll forgive him about, you know, going off to, to Barnsley with Mark <laughs> Robbins for a bit and, uh, and and making that mistake, but for for everything else, I mean, what a man! Um, I, I don't really have too many words to be honest that can describe <laughs> him. There's nothing else like him at the football club, and, and long maybe around to be honest. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, you've I, I, you've been around this entire Rotherham career, which is a long time. Yeah. Um, he's just he's just he's almost a constant of, of Rotherham United, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he's been he's just been there as long as I can ever remember. Um, as a player, and then as a assistant manager and coach, and and now as uh, as an ambassador for the club, and you know it's just people like that are are one in a million. They really are, you know. Um, and we are very very lucky um, as as a club to have him. But you know the club sort of kind of mirrors his values, doesn't it? You know now uh, it hasn't done in the past, but he's still been there. Uh, but now the club has has turned into this family orientated community club which is what it is you know it, it, it does a lot the club itself does a lot of work in the community um, uh, over and above you know Saturday afternoon um, and, and John Brecking's front and centre of that and the charity work that he does um, for Rotherham Hospice which is it's just fabulous it's just fantastic um, so yeah love him to bits he, he, he's, he's an absolute legend of, of Rotherham United um, you know, top of top of the list, first one in the Hall of Fame, isn't he? Really, you is, know. What yeah. I mean? um, yeah. So, one thing that I did spot on on Twitter that somebody suggested, and I don't know whether the club are thinking about this, but the shirts that were worn on uh, on um, on Friday night by the team would be an absolute great addition to um, to the to the club shop with some proceeds going through to. Um, through to uh, the, the hospice because the shirts look fantastic. They look brilliant, you know, with the the the, uh, pod, the um, hospice logo 
and the uh, the club logo on it as well. Um, if anybody, you know, if anybody's listening from the club, get them on sale because they would they'd be they'd be out of dollar like hotcakes. I'm sure. Really, really good idea. I can't remember who it was who mentioned it on Twitter, but top idea. Mm. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, Wickersley won the game by um, 208 runs, I think it was, something like that. Um, that's a good effort. Good night all around and whatever it's raised. I, don't, I haven't seen any, any mention of how much was raised, but whatever was raised, we know we're all fully behind the, uh, the, the, the cause of Robin Hospice, uh, which Brecht's obviously an amazing. Powermed UK says he wouldn't mind it being a third kit. Yeah, with your white kit, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. Um, that Good idea. Out very, very shortly. Um, Jay Boy, uh, I, well, we might as well cover this. Uh, Paul Davis is doing it as has already talked to Michael Smith, my understanding. He'll be putting out the Q&A later on Sunday evening, it's Monday, um, where he spoke to him. Uh, I don't know if this, this is something we can ask, but if you, were, if you were to be able to ask Smith a question, what would it be? Ben, keep it nice, keep it pleasant, keep it simple. Uh, uh, can you come back to me? That's caught me off guard. You can't do that. That's a, that's a good question. You can't like, you've got to give me some. Well, you, thank, you, thank you, Jay Boy. It's a good question. That's a good question. <laughs> Will, is there anything you want to ask, or is it literally time to move on? Uh, I'm. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm sort of at the move on point to be honest. Um, but mm. I guess my my only question really would be, was it your decision to remove your socials, or was it yes. uh, a decision elsewhere? That would be my only question. I have no no real interest in the transfer anymore. To be honest, the transfer is done. I just want to know why he decided to do that. Mm. Yeah, I, I I completely agree with that, Mick. Uh, you're a bit non-plus compared to everybody else, so there's not much you'd ask him. I'd, I'd be interested to know about the social media stuff, and, and I, I've got my suspicions as to why why he's done it, and I don't think it's anything Rotherham United related. Um, I suspect it's probably more likely to be Rotherham United supporters, in inverted commas, related. Um, mm. I, I'm really interested to see the Q&A and see, see what he's got to say. I, I genuinely, hand on heart, don't believe that he's left this club and thought, Sodom, stuff them, I don't want anything to do with them anymore. I genuinely don't believe that that's the case. I mean, I'm, I'm not, I don't know. I'm, I'm really disappointed by the reaction of some of our supporters. I really am. And that's just my view. And, and, and people are entitled to react the way that they want to react. Um, but I, I just, I, I'm that disappointed. This is not this is not how you treat people. Whether they do just because they do something you don't like does not give you the right to to pull them to pieces and 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 try and basically you know sort of verbally assassinate them. It's just not acceptable. Um, I don't like the fact that he's gone there. I don't. Um, however, you know everybody's set of circumstances are different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> So just just leave the lad alone, you know. Move on, move mm. on. Okay, yeah. Not everybody takes mixed line of uh, thingy, but I don't know. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's, it's thrown in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a personal view, isn't it? You know, and 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 I fully accept that. But when it comes down to personally insulting people and personally just just ripping people apart, uh, that is that that's out of order. Don't care who yeah. it is. Yeah, we said the last podcast, didn't we? That just. Be, be mindful of what you say. You're allowed to be upset. You're allowed to be angry about what happened. But 
keep it civil. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> Jimmy, with a very, very good point. One more yeah, time, Jimmy. Jimmy will verbally assassinate a referee. Yeah, Jimmy, you're absolutely right. I can't deny it. I'm two first. <laughs> I've just been found out there, haven't I? Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. a good point. It's a good point. I try not to verbally personally attack him. It's just professionally I'm happy to attack him. Yeah. Mm. And, 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 and professionally, I've no problem with, 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 with anybody, all of us. You know, we're all of a puppet a player for, for being useless this or useless at that or, you know, having a bad get, whatever, whatever. But it, it's the personal attacks that, um, that I struggle with, with the exception of Gavin Ward, because obviously he deserves it. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Gavin Ward. Oh, Gavin, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, we should also give a mention for the Moment of Truth uh, podcast that is being released on Monday morning uh, in, episode, I think, batches of five over the next couple yeah. of weeks. Um, from my understanding, they're doing it in sort of episodes. So I think the first episode is Rotherham-related, then Oxford, then sort of, I think it's sort of split like that. Um, so we will cover our next few episodes. We will talk about that um, because it's uh, it's going to be interesting, Will. I don't, I, I, it's the type of thing. I, I watch a bit, you know, watch other, other documentaries, other football clubs. This is my football club. I want to know how it works. I want to. I almost don't want to see how much he cares to Warnie because I know how much it hurts him. Uh, that hurt, sort of hurts me to see him hurt because how much we love and respect him. But it's a it's a must listen for any of the United fan clearly. Yeah. So I listened to the uh, the Rob Station Staten uh, interview with Simon Clancy, the guy who's created mm. the uh, the podcast. I think that's out now on BBC Sounds and uh, you can have a, a good listen to that. And I know they've they've done something on BBC Five Live as well. Um, it sounds like it's going to be, com- well, not completely unfiltered, but as unfiltered as it possibly can be. And um, there's a point where he, he mentions in the in- interview that Warney said um, something along the lines of, uh, I'm just glad that I didn't let the town down today. So when we win, there's no... There's no real ecstatic joy that we've won a game of football. Mm. It's more relief, which actually I think is is pretty sad. Um, obviously, we we feel the joy, uh, and it's sad that as our football manager, he's, he's unable to do that. So I think it's going to be a really good insight into how to be, how to live as a football manager. We all think we know all the answers, and he's the guy that has to give them on a week-to-week basis. So uh, I'm fascinated. Both him and uh, Carl Robinson will be great value, I would imagine. Mm. Yeah. Ben, tell me you're going to listen. Yeah, 100%. 100%. I think it's great. Is there anything that sort of you're, you're looking forward to thinking about? I'm interested to know at this moment what was said, what was done. Is there anything sort of you're thinking of the last couple of months? Bear in mind, it was from, I think, <sighs> the last three months of the season, so... What end of February onwards? Just not really, just all of it. Because I, I know, I, I know. Well, obviously, I've seen the the, the preview and the, the team talks, and you know the the uh, the motivation side of it, which I've seen some people quite surprised at, which is surprised me a lot because it's a football manager. I don't know what you really expect before a game, but uh, yeah, I'm just excited to see all of it. Mm. That's it. Just kind of see how we react. I'm not. I don't. I'm not. I, I, no offense to Oxford. I'm not going to watch the Oxford one because I don't care. I, that's. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. It's just at this moment in time, I'm not going to listen to the Oxford one. Uh, mm. I don't really know who Carl Robertson is. Uh, you don't know who he I know, is. I know. I know. He, I know. He's. 
Oxford manager, but I've been told that he doesn't like Rotherham by somebody. So uh, I don't think he does, to be honest. Yeah. Well, whatever. We'll see about that. Yeah. Um, like Will Robux says he's really looking forward to the halftime at Oxford. Um, any insights into the Freddie situation would be interesting. I think we'll probably get something. I don't know what. Um, and Power Manager Chris says it's really deep insight into the process of recruiting players. It would be interesting to see if we get that. Uh, Mick, um, it's, it, I, I, again, for those who are in love with Warney, and I think we are the type of people that love Warney, I think at times it may be a difficult listen because you, you're going to go through those pain. We were there. We, we watched those games. Yeah, yeah. And now we have to look back at how we reacted at the time and then find out how he reacted, how the players reacted, how Richie Barker at my Hampshire. Mm-hmm. I suspect there are going to be times where it's going to be quite a difficult listener as a fan. I think it's going to be difficult on a couple of levels, but that that more than anything else is, you know, we I think we've all seen, everybody, all the supporters have seen how uh, invested Paul Warren is into this club. You know, we, we've seen it from just from the from the images that we've seen on on TV and and and, and in in person at, at games. We know how much it means to him. Um, I think you're right. It's going to be a tough listen because we're going to find out exactly how much it means to him. And and you know, we're going to find out it probably means more to him than it does to to a lot of supporters. Mm. Uh, so it, and 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 because of the because of the way he's committed to this club over the years, everything that he's put into this club. You know, to, to to see him going through the mill is, or to hear him going through the mill is going to be really, really difficult. Uh, so that's one part of it. The second part of it for me, having listened to the four minute trailer, I'm 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 a little bit frightened. I don't know whether I want to listen to the whole lot anyway because I I, I hate to say this, and I, I I know I'm saying it publicly, but I think I'm going to end up liking Carl Robinson, <laughs> which <laughs> which is which is a real worry for me. <laughs> yeah. But, Already, already, I can. I have to be honest. Just from that four-minute preview, I'm feeling a bit of empathy for him, and 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 seeing the commitment that he's got, you know, to the job that he does. So it's I, I cannot, I can't tell you how much I'm looking forward to it. I really am looking forward to it. Um, I just hope that they, they need to re- start releasing it sort of nine, ten o'clock tomorrow, so that they don't interrupt with our podcast because that won't be acceptable. <laughs> yeah. Um AJK actually says, I want to see the MK Don's dressing room. It feels like it could be carnage. Yeah, well, in the trailer, I think it's clear that it was the uh Warney's having a go at somebody for not dropping. Pretty sure that's the, the Portsmouth game. Um, so mm-hmm. they're hanging half time in the Portsmouth game. Whoever didn't mark Carter Robertson sounds like they got a hell of a mouthful at halftime. Um be interesting. I, I'm really looking forward to it. Will Robux says, I hope the podcast opens many people's eyes and makes them think twice about criticising Warney as mm. we know it will happen next season. Yes, it will. 100%. Uh, Nanadi asks, how long has Paul Wonk left his contract? I don't know if anybody else. I think it's two years left, I think. Uh, I suspect, and I don't know this, I don't think it really matters with Paul Wonk Allen has got left on his contract. Um, it's not a sort of a career manager who's going to leave us for anybody else. I don't think the length of contract necessarily matters. It's wage, obviously, does. You know, you, you earn your wage. You, 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 every man's got his price, but I don't think the length of contract probably matters with him. Uh, I could be wrong, though. Anybody else want to voice anything on that one? No, no. Cool. Uh, Powerman UK asked, did anybody read the Rob Scott interview? Now, this was with the Daily Mirror, I think. Um, yeah. The article itself was not amazing, so factually it was a bit 
stupid and referred to as us having the lowest budget in League One, which is clearly not right. So uh, parts of it are wrong. But I thought the Rob Scott part was really interesting, Will, and not surprising. It, it feels like the club have set out their stall. This is what they want to do. They want to sign players with, with the right agents, things. But it's good that the club are sort of getting our story out there. I, I quite like that. Of course. I mean, Rob Scott's had a lot of success at clubs uh, that, are, that are larger than us, uh, frankly. Yeah. And it's good that we've got a good uh, recruitment structure in place um, to be able to go and recruit these these amazing players because... Frankly, as we say, as as we all know, we don't have the massive uh, budget that other clubs have in this uh, in this league. So you do need to be really prudent with the players that you're fetching in. So um, you know the numbers that he's talking about uh, and the and the the amount of people that are going into uh, that recruitment funnel just to get those four or five players that we that we need is is huge. And you know our recruitment team is is nowhere near big enough. I'll say that. Um, quite confidently uh, in comparison to other clubs. So a massive, massive thank you for everything that you do from from me. Um, and hopefully we can continue to recruit really, really well. Um, we've got a lot to do this season, um, both ins and outs, I would imagine. So, uh, mm. so fingers crossed, uh, we can have a really good summer. Mm. Yeah. I agree. Ben, do you like these things, these sort of access all areas type things? Uh, we've got the Warnish thing coming up, the, the Rob Scott to explain the crew. Do you like that? Yeah, I do like it. Uh, how how uh, honest it is and how much of how much is kept away is uh, is is obviously depends on the thing, but I, I think a lot of it is kept away. I think a lot of it a lot of other stuff does go on behind the scenes. Um, but to be fair, it, it is good, you know, it gives the fans a kind of insight, you know, it's, it's good to watch. Um, mm-hmm. But I, it's not, I think, it's, it's not the the full 100%. Uh, yeah, otherwise, you're giving other, other teams yeah. a strategy, basically. Just <laughs> telling, inviting other, other people to see what you're doing. Um, so. Okay, I think, I think yeah, I know what you're saying to a point. Make anything to add on the Rob Scott interview? No, I've not read it. I've not read it. I saw it one in Daily Mirror, so I didn't bother reading it because I thought it wouldn't be true, <laughs> wouldn't be accurate. So, <laughs> well, I mean, no, listen, no. The, the thing is, you've you've said there, you know, that the the, the 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 stats and figures that they use weren't right, which clearly weren't. So it's how much trust you can put in what they've actually written about what he actually said. I know how much they paraphrased it, but I'll, I'll give it a read bear and based on what you've said. It sounds it sounds quite interesting to get at least some insight into it. Um, you know, but with that caveat that it's not necessarily going to be everything that he said. Um that's how it works, isn't it? You know, particularly with this <coughs> Okay, fair enough. Um so there we go. Is there anything else that anybody would like to cover, talk about? Um yeah. Anything at all? Anything's open? Well, we've got um, five days, six days before first friendly start and, and the friendly start. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be a busy week this week, I suspect. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm pretty sure we're going to see some more incomings. Um, potentially some outgoings as well. Um, who knows? Who knows? Ben Wiles to Burnley. Uh, ben Wiles to Sheffield United. Ben Wiles to Nottingham Forest. 
Um, I think he's been to all three of those clubs. Um, so if we can get four million from each, happy days. <laughs> Don't let them fight out who has him. They're all having a third each. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah. I will just finish on this. Will Robert mentions the Paul Davis article. If anybody's watching this live on YouTube, the Paul Davis article for the Q&A for Michael Smith is out. I'm not going to go through all of it because it's behind a paywall, so you should pay. To, you've got to pay to read it. What I will say is that the interesting one is the social media one, which I'll, which I'll briefly cover. Basically, he's decided he's coming off social media and he didn't know how to delete it, essentially, so he's just deleted everything off it. She's brought off it to the Sheffield Wednesday and he's just deleted everything from it. Ah, that's a lot of rubbish. <laughs> uh, read into that what you will. That's that's the the only paragraph I've read so far. Um, so go and have a read of that, and we'll probably talk about that. Maybe we'll talk about it on Thursday because uh, it's quite a long. There's quite a lot of good stuff on there, as you'd expect, Paul Davis um, with that kind of stuff. So go and have a look, go and have a read, and we'll cover that whether you buy it or not. Ben doesn't buy it. That's Ben's nope. opinion. Um, so there we go. Uh, let us wrap up. If you haven't already, please subscribe to YouTube. Please subscribe to iTunes if you are going on there. Go on to Spotify, wherever you're doing it. Five-star ratings are available, so if you can do that, that would be lovely. We will be back on Thursday. If anyone watches live, we'll go in slightly earlier uh, from 7 for reasons that will become clear closer to the time. Um, and then, like Mick says, we're back at football on Friday. Friday night, Friday night football's back uh, as we go to Parkgate for the first preseason friendly before the players then jet off to Croatia. Um, Mick, always a pleasure. You say, I know you're saving your rants up till the uh, start of the season with refs. Start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel I feel as though I, I might need to readdress my um, my intentions in terms of referees for this season now. I've just give that diatribe about Smithy and people being nice to him or not. So I might have to um, might have to find a different way of um, expressing my angst after games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you won't. Absolutely won't. No, won't. You're right. No. You won't. Uh, ben. Always a pleasure. Try and pay attention for the full episode next time if you can, mate. I'll, uh, I'll, uh... Uh, and Will, it's always a pleasure to have your insight, mate. You know a lot more than us, so it's always good to have you on. Yeah. Uh, on the next episode, like I said, we're talking to a whole podcast about Tom Eves, and we're speaking to the St. Johnson podcast about uh, McCart as well. So those chats will be on the Thursday episode. We'll put, we'll put them in um, so you can, we can find out from people who've watched them, as, as we've said before. Um, there we go. Yeah, thank you all for watching. All that good stuff, and we'll see you all on Thursday. Thank you very much, everybody. Cheers.
The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.